Welcome, everybody, once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. I'm Kevin Shio, coming to you, as always, with my good friend, Richard Vasquez. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm excited. So most of the time, or I should say all the time, whenever we're recording this, yes. I'm usually watching it on IG Live. Usually. But there's sports on today, and I haven't had sports since, well, Saturday, but prior <laughs> to that, I haven't had sports since, what was it? Uh, Six, seven weeks March? ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, so I'm watching the UFC fights. Good. Well, we so, got a few listeners. We got the uh, Dominguez Clan 5 as well as Coltrane 33. He Col- says 7 won- and 7. Yeah. And then uh, we've got Daniel Tomalin. Tomalau? Something. 90. Okay, that's my yep. cousin. Okay. Shout out. Uh, M. Roberto says happy birthday, Shio. Oh, happy birthday, Shio. Thank you. Thank you. We've got Robert Mendez, and he says that we should be social distancing. We are. We're six feet apart. It's a six feet. I mean, let's see. One. We're like three feet apart. Two, three, four. But that's okay, because we're family. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We live in the same household. It happens. But yeah, no. um, Today's my birthday. Yay for me. How old are you turning? 29. Dang. Yeah. You have a lot of gray for 29-year-old. Well, we're Asian. I, I usually think that, like, you just have, like, long gray hairs coming out of, like, a mole or something. That's what I picture. Apparently, that's lucky for them. Is it really? For, yeah. That's why they don't cut it? Corona land? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I, lucky. I, they, don't I look, know. they don't look lucky. It looks disgusting. Yeah. Would it, you cut it? Oh, yeah. I or would you have do it cut removed. it? I would have it removed as soon as possible. The mole or the hair? The mole. <laughs> no, it's disgusting. Um, yeah, I... Robert says, uh, also happy birthday, Kev. Going to call you right after the show. Robert and I have kind of a, a tradition going on where we don't just text each other happy birthday. Like, I expect a phone call from him. And so there's some years where we'll wait till like 11.59 and call each other. Then other times it's just like throughout the day you just get that phone call that's like happy birthday. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of expected at this that's point. That's weird because the tradition that Robert and I have is – he doesn't go to any of my birthday parties. The only one he went to was my 21st birthday. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. No, I don't. Was it my 20? Yeah, I think it was my 21st. Is there a reason for that, Robert? Uh, I, I think the first, well, maybe like my, I want to say my 19th one. Maybe we just, maybe I wasn't in town. I don't know. Maybe the same thing with my 20th. But I know my 21st, he was already deployed. Oh, okay. Or so not, I'm sorry, not to play, but he was already in 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 the, in the in, Navy. Yeah, and then he was in San Diego, so he drove up. But he had told me he wasn't going to make it. Um, I don't know if he's commented yet, but uh, he just said that you're speaking the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he showed up or whatever. But then he was like, "I'm never going to go to any of your birthdays again." And he's been true to that fucking that statement. Well, I don't. I can't think of any of the birthdays he's been to. I think you may have to like just relieve him of the oath that he made and then maybe he will show up for a birthday i've never he put the oath on himself that's true uh he said it just happened a few years in a row and then he just decided to make it a thing yeah it happens <laughs> i mean that's how most traditions actually begin I, mean, anyway. I know a lot of it had to do with the fact that he wasn't always in town oh yeah for, you know like, he was on the east coast for a long yeah, time um so i know that has a lot to do with it but like you said it just kind of now it's just a thing now you just go with it maybe when i turn 40 Probably not. Two years? Three years? Four years. No, can't be that. Four years. (laughs) How are you holding up? I thought we were almost done with this shit, but it sounds like no. I'm fucking upset, dude. Why are you upset, sir? I want my freedom back. Like, I get it. I understand Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. This. By the way, Robert said to go into your 40th. Nah. Not happening? Nah. (laughs) Literally two. I feel like now he's making me want to look at the Instagram live so I can see what he's writing. Nah. Um, So I get it. Like this, this has been killing people, right? Like I'm not going to fucking sit here and be like, oh, this hasn't killed anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. But 
like I feel, and we were talking about this prior. I know you want to bring this up, but like a lot of the information I feel like is being skewed a little in, 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 in certain ways, right? Like how do we know that every single case, I'm sorry, every single death is related to the coronavirus? Like meaning like someone could have died, but like maybe they had, they were asymptomatic the whole time and they were like oh they died because of the coronavirus like i don't know like i just feel like this this is i mean i mean i don't want to put people's business out there but I there's know a two, person over here I, there's two yeah. people here yeah. uh one of them for sure had it and it and it uh i mean they're fine they're yeah. totally fine now so i uh there was a news article that went around recently and I know it made its uh, circulation circulation around social media that hospitals got uh, you know 13,000 if it was coronavirus related and then like 30,000 if it was they had to be on a ventilator or something like that and you know a lot of the fact-checking websites say that it is that it's not true and I think what they're ba- and actually I know what they're basing that off of is that there isn't actually a set amount. So to say that oh, if you're diagnosed with coronavirus, the hospital gets thirteen thousand if you're on Medicare, and if you have to go on a ventilator, it's thirty three. That's that's the part that's not true because it's not a determined amount. But the hospitals do get more if you are a patient who has the coronavirus the argument being that it would be unethical to falsely identify patients as coronavirus patients and i would say to that like fuck your ethics line i who's ethical i don't buy that at all i feel like a lot of people are unethical Dude. What was the line you used earlier? Like people, it's unethical to lie on your taxes, but yeah. people do it all the time. Do you guys, all those doctors, let's. Oh, but now that Rose is on uh-huh. online, a lot of people don't lie on their taxes, right, Rose? Well, Rose makes they sure li- they lie. They... Oh, she, she's She honest. makes sure she that makes they, sure they t- but I mean, they can, still lie. Right they can still lie to oh, you. Oh, they though. could lie to Rose and they, they could certainly um, make sure that some of the numbers are inflated a little bit. So, you know, for somebody to say, well, a doctor wouldn't lie because it's unethical, like, I don't, I don't buy that at all. By the way, speaking of lying doctors, I watched that Taken at Birth. Is that the one you, yeah, Taken at Birth. Nuts, right? That shit's crazy. Dude, that shit's, didn't it make you feel bad for that old man, the oldest one? I don't know what his name was, but yeah, Joseph, I think, or maybe, I felt yeah. so bad for him. He literally lived like 77 years of his life not having a person that loved him. His line when he said he's like, I've never had anything good happen to me in my life. I was like, <laughs> oh, dude. Like, Wasn't it funny that his sister looked exactly like him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was like this poor little old man had like the worst life. And then here's what I didn't understand. And, and for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, like, yeah, sucks. Should have watched it by now. He was saying that, like, his adopted family didn't want him. Yeah, which makes no sense. I didn't understand that. Like, you paid money for this little stolen baby. Now, granted, you didn't know it was a little stolen baby, but you paid he didn't money. He know, but the... Right, but... The... Well, no, no, I, I'm sorry. The, his adoptive parents didn't know it was a stolen baby. They knew that they paid for a baby, but they didn't know it was... Well, we don't even know if they paid for it. That's Well, yeah, because he was one of the first, I think, right? But to be like, yeah, nobody ever wanted me in my life. Like, that's fucked up. And then, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I felt bad for that little man, like little old man. And then I don't want to give away the ending uh, for what happened when there were certain tests that were done uh, from family members. of. I I gave the fucking whole thing away. So who cares? Did you? kind of did i said they yeah. exhumed yeah i knew but we didn't give the that the was disgusting didn't you, didn't you feel like you smelled it like yeah. the way they were like professionals <laughs> like professionals who are around death all, all the, the time. time were getting sick and then when they opened they're like oh it's, it's in pretty, pretty good, good condition. Yeah, it's in pretty good condition. Pretty good. he's good um 
Yeah, that's certainly giving away some of the drama of yeah, it because you were always wondering, like, through that whole episode, you're wondering, like, how bad is this shit going to be? I gave the, the plot line away, so whatever. Did you like the funeral director lady? I, you know what, I, I I made fun of her. I was like, she has terrible eyebrows. She looks like she, yeah, they she, were bad. She looks like she has the rock eyebrow at all times. She had or one eyebrow up. that was yeah. up. <laughs> she seemed like, she seemed like a, a bitch at first. And then she just seemed like a G after that. Like, listen, let me explain to you what's, what's involved in this. And then when she called out the camera crew and was... The, the camera crew asks, like, well, what do we do if one of us passes out? And she's like, you suck it up and you take one for the team because this is your crew and you're going to have to deal with it. And, like, yeah, it's bad, but what deal about, with it. What about the, oh, God. <laughs> she asked, so there was, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if he was gay, but, like, he looked like a gay black dude. Like, he had, like, dyed hair and he had, like, little fingernails. Like, I think his fingernails were painted. Which one? And she asked him, are you ready for this? He's like, mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Oh, the on the camera crew. Yeah. yeah. That shit was funny. And and the, the proper... No, rest- eh. no, you're not. Like, <laughs> oh, God. It was... Oh, that shit was funny. It was queasy. Like, oh, yeah. To, to pull up a dead body. So, as we were watching... My fiance and I, as we were watching that episode, she had to go to court and get a court order... Which didn't seem like they were going to get. Didn't seem like it. They kind of got the runaround. But, you know, I was thinking, if, it's, if I'm next of kin, if, if it's, I'm an only child and, and it's my father's body that's in the ground, and I want to dig it up for a, a test of some kind, like, I should have the right to do that. Which she did. She, but she had to get it approved by a judge. And at first I was thinking, it's, it doesn't necessarily... You shouldn't have to get the legal system involved if it is your family member. Now, if there's a dispute over it, or if, like, let's say you and your brother were disagreeing to to do it, okay, then family court would get involved. Maybe this law is old, too. You don't, I mean, you know, there's probably, like, there's probably written back when, like, uh, I don't know, I don't say kings and queens, but, you know, like, people that had, like, fucking Big big money and didn't want to be dug up for the money they had. Like, they, maybe they got buried, buried with jewels with and shit. Like. But then, as I was watching it and saw how involved the process was and how much it sucks for the people who actually had to do the work, the sloshing around and all of that stuff, I kind of changed my mind. I kind of felt like, no, you shouldn't be able to just do this whenever you want. Like that poor funeral director lady. And then they wanted to do it inside, and they were like, the smell was oh, too yeah. bad. We had to do it outside. Oh yeah. And man. what about the little doctor? He was like, he was like, oh, I had to take the the like he had to take a bone from yeah. the fucking. And he just like cut it out. He's like, we're gonna put this on a webcam real quick. Like, they, is this good enough? Like, nope, we need a toe, a toenail, or whatever. Okay, going back in for a toe, like. Yeah. Knocked it right off. You got to have a special personality to be able to do something like that because that's, that's gross. That's bad. <laughs> and have you ever smelled something that's decaying and dying? Um, just whatever's come out of my body. Oh, yeah. That's pretty bad. I, it, feels I, like, it feels like something's died in my body sometimes. <laughs> After a night eating a DUI like we just did right now. Oh, and then oh, and then drinking. Oh, the <laughs> fermentation process. Oof. I uh, side note: one time, me and Brody drank and ate a DUI like twenty-two days straight. Not healthy. Straight. Straight. It was pretty bad, dude. And I could be wrong on the days. It might be like more or less. Could but be I remember. I remember we were like. Dude, we drank an 18-pack because we shared an 18-pack every night. This is back when we were, like, 19. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So now we, I think it would be, kill you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I, after a day like this, tomorrow I'm hurting. Yeah. And I'm not really hurting. <laughs> like, I'm hungover. I'm just, like, tired. Like, yeah. fuck, I just exhausted my body. Um. Yeah, anyway. So we drank a D-Y, and it was some of the most disgusting <laughs> shits yeah. ever. No, I, I don't. <laughs> it's like the supersize me guy where the doctor... Begged him like, Robert said, "How are you not dead? Please stop this." There was a there was a dead possum in in my backyard one time as a kid, and I remember how 
awful that smell was. And the flies and the maggots that were like breaking it down and how gross. I could only imagine a human add in mold, water, the mildew smell, the maggots. Oh God. I don't know that there were necessarily maggots because I don't know that there's a lot of maggot um, involvement in a decomposition process that's underground. Because maggots are flies, so you would have to have flies get into the ground. Oh, I was thinking, I was talking about the. Uh, oh, but on the, the possum. possum, yes. Yeah. It was. It looked like it was alive with a sea of maggots just writhing on top. It was disgusting. The smell was awful. And it's, is this weird? I, when I think of maggots, I think of the movie Gladiator. Oh, when, when he puts it on they him? Put him on the, they put him in the cut and he wants to take him out. He's like, no, they're eating it. They're cleaning it. That is true. That's what I think of when I think of yeah. maggots. That, and that's, that is true. They, they say if you're ever like in the jungle or someplace where you could get gangrene. <laughs> if you're in the jungle at that point, you're going to fucking die. I'm not. You might. I, yeah. I believe that I will live. Yeah, I'll probably die. You're probably right. But yeah, they say leave it on and it will eat the dead flesh and it will keep it from, you know, getting gangrene and killing you. I don't know. That's gross. Ugh. But yeah, no, I, I I feel really bad for a lot of those people. And like they were saying, every day that passes, everybody's getting a little bit older and a little bit older. What about the one guy that was from Long Beach? Which guy was from Long Beach? There was one dude, he was from Long Beach. I think was, I remember he was, him. He was yeah. like the Army or Marine guy or whatever. I'd have to see his face again, but yeah, yeah, he met his sister. I think they said like. Oh, and that rich broad from fucking Colorado. Did you see her ring? Like, shout out, girl. That was a fucking. What about the house? Boulder, the house. I don't give as much credence to because it's Colorado. Because it's Colorado. Now I don't know where it is, but it looked like a seven bedroom house. You can get a seven bedroom house for the same price you can get a two bedroom house here. So you know that not so much, but. I love the fact that she found family, and they were the most redneck, backwood folk. How much work did she have done? Her face, a lot. Her face looked reconstructed. A lot. It was bad. Um, she looked like the youngest fucking, the youngest, oldest fifty-year-old of all time. Like it was like it was like weird. Well, hell, the the old man that uh, whatever his name was, John Cletus. He lived in like a fucking cabin in the woods. It didn't look like there was electricity in that house. It yeah. was. What about when, when they're like, have you caught anything? He's like, just some leaves. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he was like super country. Huh? He was way hillbilly. So was it, was it uh, Georgia and Tennessee were the, the two states? Okay, so that's what I wanted to talk to you about, too. You were saying Georgia, Tennessee, and I watched half of the show, and it was all about people from Akron. Ohio, no, yes, no, no, no. Uh, yes. it's it's Tennessee. All of the people that the the narrator lady, she's from Akron, and a lot of the babies, a lot of the people were from Akron. The the moms look. who were scooping up kids were coming from Akron, Ohio. But I understand where you got Tennessee from, but I don't want to give away the ending on the last show. But yes, there. A lot of the parents who were buying up kids, they were from uh, Akron, Ohio. I feel like you're wrong, but I mean, I don't listen very well, so maybe it was maybe maybe it's me. <laughs> now, do you think that? those parents thought it was shady as shit? Or do you believe them when they were saying the $1,000 was supposed to go for the medical bills of the mom that we were adopting the baby from? I believe them. You think I, they I just got yeah, I, suckered I into it? So the one I don't think um, did that is the oldest one or the one that where they... Because like, usually when you adopt, it's because you can't have kids right yes. so you're happy to have a kid yes so that's why i think the ones that got treated like shit are the ones that they didn't really necessarily want you know what i mean like and i don't know why they 
took them and, you know, what, um, like, what the reason why that parent decided, like, okay, I'm going to adopt gonna this adopt kid this, or whatever. I'm going to buy this child. And one of the parents, one of the ladies said that... Uh, and Robert, you're wrong. Tennessee does not touch Ohio. Yeah, I know that. Kentucky, West Virginia, and Virginia are all in between. Sorry. He, I, I, he said that they're all uh, bordering states. Now, they are close, I will say that. Uh, but, but they're not. They don't share borders, sir. Um, but Georgia and Tennessee certainly do. But a lot of the parents uh, were from Akron, Ohio. Because every time the city of Akron came on, I yelled, LeBron! I, I just remember they, LeBron. they said... If you drive down this road, the way the state's set up, uh-huh. it weaves in and out. Yes. So, yeah. you know, for three miles, you can be in two different states. And they even went to a place where, like, the actual the actual city. That little old lady. Yeah. She's like, right now we're in this yeah. state, and then you cross the line, and you're in that state. How shady was that old bitch? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but she was... Like, trying to justify that this doctor was a good guy. And, like, well, you know, he was trying to help people who needed kids. And the host guy was like, yeah, but he was doing something that was illegal. And she was like, maybe they need to change the law. Change the law about selling children well, out of the- And then she goes, uh, it wasn't illegal to have a, uh, abortions back then. And he's like, yes, it was. Yes, it was. No, well, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, really? Because it was kind I, of a big I, deal. I feel like that's a conversation I have with somebody I know in my life. Because it's, a uh, uh, little old lady, it's kind of a big deal that <laughs> it, it was a landmark case, Roe versus Wade, that made it legal. But, uh, but good Why for you. Why do you know that? Is that? Was it said on the show? No. Oh. I just know that it, Roe versus Wade was 19, I believe... Don't quote me, but I, I believe it believe was me, 1970. No, no one should ever quote me on anything I say. Give or take maybe a year or two. I apologize if I'm off, but it was late 70s that Roe versus Wade went to the Supreme Court and legalized abortion. Prior to that, it was illegal. You had to do the old-fashioned coat hanger in the bathroom. Or see Mr. Hicks. Or see Mr. Hicks. <laughs> that was... But I started thinking about this, because we had this conversation. You got mad at me last week. I got mad? I don't remember. You got mad because... I said that if I found out that I was a Hicks baby and that oh. my parents, that, that I wouldn't want to pursue a... Well, I said a, I found out you were adopted. Okay, find out I was adopted. That I wouldn't want a relationship with my biological parents. I said you wouldn't want... I said you wouldn't... That you would want to seek... You would want to know who your family was. I would be... And I started thinking about it. And of course, this is a hypothetical situation. It's very hard to put yourself in this because it's just I like what if you thought really you were weird. Korean tomorrow ooh hang myself I would just yeah that would be it unless I was related to Kim Jong then I would move and I would just live in the palace the great I'm here great, what's great up cousin re- great republic of North Korea what's up cousin um yeah I still kind of stand by the fact that I don't know that I would necessarily want to derive any relationship with my birth family. I think out of curiosity, I would want to know who they were and meet them. But I don't think I would have Christmas cards sent. I think it would just be out of curiosity that I would find out. I don't, But I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's a hypothetical situation, and I don't know for sure, but... I know who my dad and I know who my mom were, and they're the ones that raised me. Not now let's 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 throw one little wrench in this. What if your adopted parents were shitty to you? Like like the old man that we feel so fucking bad for. Ah, <laughs> uh, and he had the worst beard ever. He oh, it was he awful. Had, he had like that Abe Lincoln beard. And you know what? Okay, the the other thing about and it he had too an is, underbite. He had an underbite. He had the old. We felt so bad for him. We were talking shit fuck about it. him. Like no, but I'll, I hope you're still alive. Say, call it. Say what it is. 
he had the old man injuries too. Like he had just a random cut on the top of his head, which he probably got when he was making moonshine out back or something like that. But no, he probably got his tying his shoe and it rubbed against his jeans. Possible. <laughs> and it cut his head open. But he goes to meet his sister for the first time. He doesn't put on a collared shirt. He doesn't get he had dressed a vest up. on. He had a t-shirt with a pocket. Like that was dressed up for this old man. Like I I like the idea that this man's idea of a proper outfit to wear when you're meeting someone you've been searching for for 70 years is a t-shirt with your glasses in the the pocket itself. But yeah, I, honestly, he reminded me a lot of my family. Like I'm not going to lie to you. Like that's if and a lot of you listeners have met uh, my grandfather, you know, on my mom's side, I swear to God, it, you could swap them out and I would be like, yeah, no, that's, that's my grandpa. <laughs> Just same random cuts every once in a while. Like, what happened? Like, oh, I got it when I was changing the saw blade on the, du- oh, okay. Like, how did you cut your forehead? Same t-shirt with the pockets, same, you know, sunglass case that's clipped in so he doesn't use it. Same phone. I was really upset that he didn't have a pocket protector, though. Why? He doesn't know how to write. He doesn't have a pen or a pencil. Yeah, he had a pen in his I'm front just... pocket, dude. Come yeah, on. No, that was a tire gauge. Because old men have tire gauges. For no reason, right? Well, you know, check the pressure in your tires. You never know. Yeah. He re- he reminded me of my kinfolk. But it... Yeah. And then to find out he had a a, a twin... I told you that. I told you that last week. But I didn't know who the fuck you were talking about. It's These are just random that. people. But yeah, it's definitely. So okay, if you had a twin, you wouldn't seek him out? If he was dead, no. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I might. Well, no, no, no. Let me back up. Yes. I, if I found out that I had biological parents that weren't my, the parent, the people that raised me, I would seek out and try and find anybody that. I was related to, but imagine, imagine you had a twin, right? And he was still alive yeah. or yeah, I would assume it's a he, uh, mm. I, I guess you can't assume that, but you know, fraternal I mean. and for, paternal for, just, just for the, for the argument. Okay. It was a he. Yeah. And for whatever reason, your parents only kept that one. Like they had that one. He oh. grew up like, and you find that out. Like granted the parents could have easily not known that you, they were having twins. Yeah. They could have easily never yeah. have known any of that. Right. How would that make you feel, though? Like That'd be fucked up. Be Especially terrible, right? if you had a, like, cush-ass life. Yeah, like, imagine they were, like, some millionaires. Yeah. Just chilling at home. All the love Poolside, in the world. <laughs> you know, butlers. Everybody who's, like, loving and happy in this home. Oh, no, yeah, that would, that would burn. That would, that, that, that would piss me we off. We just spent, like, 30 minutes talking about this. That's show. okay. I mean. <laughs> no, no, it's just it, funny. I guess why I'm laughing is because, so everyone understands, which I'm sure you, if anybody ever does listen, we usually talk about these things, what we're going to talk about in the beginning of the show. This was not brought up. And I feel like every show we ever do never goes as as planned. Yeah, we go off the rails quite a bit. Real easy. Real easy. It happens. Um, so, oh, yeah. How are the fights going? Uh, good. I, I think it's one fight before the main event. Are you? Ex- are you? Ex- Twinkie's gonna fight right now. Twink's gonna fight. That's our boy yeah. right there. Yeah. Does he look like him? He's just totally. <laughs> the side by side picture, which I think he sent. Yeah, he sent it. That was good. Yeah, they they look exactly alike. Um, how did the fight go on Saturday? Uh, it went really well. I um, I loved it, man. I loved sports back. You know, it was interesting. Uh, so for those of you that don't ever watch the UFC, when there's a crowd there. You can't really hear the punches unless it's like a really hard one. Um, you can't really hear them, and you can't you you don't like you know you hear the wind break like yeah like you don't hear that you know what I mean. Not only was it so quiet in there, you could hear all that, but uh, do you know who? Um, I'll say Ed Hardy. Uh, the Chris football. Hardy. No, 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 no. Mike Hardy, Jim Hardy, Tom Hardy, Frank Hardy, Alex Hardy. Mike Hardy. The football Thomas player. Hardy. The one that played for the fucking... Tom Brady. <laughs> for the Panthers. Oh, no. 
Anyway, Dan Hardy. Okay. A- anyway, anyway. Julius Peppers. He was, yeah, he played with him. Um, <laughs> he was getting kicked, right? He, he fights now. And oh. Daniel Cormier, which is the mm-hmm. ex-UFC heavyweight champion, he says in the broadcast, hey, if he doesn't start checking these kicks, he's not going to have a leg after this. And he said that he hurt him, and he instantly, like, started checking him. Yeah. And he, a couple other fighters also said that they heard the, the broadcasters talking, even though they heard their corners. Right, right. Like, they could hear them clear, and they made adjustments to what the what the broadcasters were saying. Huh. I feel like that's kind of a... An advantage if the broadcasters would be biased, I think. Yeah, I just that's not something you would normally have. So like the, now I question like, well, would they have really would they have won? Yeah. Had I mean, they, you know what I mean? You don't, you'll never know. But I found that to be interesting. But it was just, honestly, it was just I was just happy to have sports back, dude. Just like right now, I'm like typically I'd be watching whatever it is we're watching ourselves. You know, I'm Greg my, Hardy. Is Greg Hardy is what your lady said. Yeah, Greg Hardy. Yeah, he's a woman work. beater too. Is he? Yeah, that's right. I uh, I wonder if she knew that or she looked it up. We'll see. We'll never know for sure because she could just straight up lie to you. Yeah. One thing I noticed was that there were a shit ton of garage doors open. Dudes sitting in lawn chairs watching TVs in their garage on Saturday. And I'm impressed that people just said, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Come over. I'm, I'm watching the fight. Because I don't think they all lived in the same house. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. And I'm glad. Like, at some point, I'm fucking done with this. Now, how was the quality of, like, did you feel like the, the crowd not being there took away from your experience? No. Not really? at all, actually. Huh. Because I was the one making noise. Like, okay. It was fine. Honestly, it, it, I think it affects more the people that are actually performing versus you and I, I watching. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but at this point, like, I was just happy to have sports. And it, honestly, it was a really good card. Like, the two fights that uh, headlined the prelims uh-huh. were really good. Like, like good as far as, like, they would normally headline their own, their own card. Cards, you mean? Yeah. So, uh, look at their swing. Yeah, he looks a lot like them. <laughs> um, I was just happy to have sports back, like I said. Like, I was just excited for that and... Now, are you going to watch NASCAR on Sunday? Because I, I didn't have any idea NASCAR was NASCAR's uh, back. Back, yeah. I don't. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think who watches people. NASCAR. You do. I love watching NASCAR. Mm. It's it's mm. it's just one of those. It's it's a white guy sport. I get it. Um, except we do have a half Japanese guy <coughs> in NASCAR. Who's we? Uh, us Asians. He's also the one that just got caught using the N word. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Like, yeah. GGA? Yeah, I think or so. Or ER? I think it was GGA. Not that it makes it any better, but let's just be real. Like, there's a lot of Asian people that use that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people in general use the, oh, yeah. the A. Yeah. I can't get myself to use it, though I really want to because, <laughs> and I think we've been over this. I, I think the idea of racism breeds itself in what I can say that will get under your skin. And I think once you dilute the word down and it has no meaning and it, and it doesn't yeah, affect Yeah, but I think that's a word that's not going to ever be... Well, I think the ER definitely wouldn't. But with the A ending, I, I think you could overuse that word to the point where it doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, in a lot of... Uh not rural. Um, what's the word I want to use? Um, Fat. I hate you when you do this. Yellow? Uh, no, like... Crisp. Like, um, 13? Shut up. Okay. Like New York, LA. Urban. Urban. Bam, there you go. <laughs> uh, a lot of urban areas, like, you know, a lot of different races are being are growing up together. Like, that's how they communicate. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't feel comfortable using it. Jackie Chan it. used it. Did you? Did he really? And what? Rush hour? No, I don't think so. He called the dude my... I don't even know if we, we can say it, but... Nuniac? Yeah. Remember he told the guy that was smoking weed that got in the fight? 
No, I don't remember. Really? Watch Rush Hour again. I haven't seen Rush Hour in a long time. Yeah. You know what I did watch the other day? What? Back to the Future 2. And and 1, but... You know what I watched for the first time? For the first time? Yes. Django. I've never watched Django. That word gets used a lot. And I was curious, if you're an actor doing a movie like Django, do you go up to... You know, the, the said black man <laughs> insert black man and be like, hey, <laughs> like this is in the script. Well, you know which one made me feel real uncomfortable? 42. Have you ever seen 42 with Jackie Robinson story? No. Ooh. Okay. Do you know who, who, uh, Jackie Robinson, Peter the pirate is not Peter. Is it Peter the pirate from, um, the dodgeball story? Yeah. 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 You know, you know, doing the yes. pirate. Yeah. Yeah. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So he is a coach on one of the – he actually might be the Pirates now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> he's he a, just stayed in character? No, he's, he's, a, he's a coach. He plays a coach on, the, on an opposing team that the, the Brooklyn Dodgers are playing. And he's just like – We're going to blank that. No, n- no. He's just like nah, – nah, nah, nah. Ninja, 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 and just like saying it over and over, and it's not with the A, yeah, it's with the R, hard R, yeah. It made me feel uncomfortable watching that movie, like. But anyway, so I forgot who it was. the The reason why there's everybody in baseball wears forty two on one day, and I haven't seen the movie, but I I know one of his teammates when they went somewhere there was a death threat against him. Pee Wee Reese and and he. You know, they're like, well, why don't we all just wear 42? Then they won't know which one Jackie Robinson is. The humor in that joke, I, it always makes me laugh. Like, it always makes me chuckle. Like, someone was just like, he said it jokingly and to make a, a light of the situation. But he, you know, the problem is, is you, well, not a problem, but the, the issue that the some irony. people are taking <laughs> is that there's one black man allowed in baseball and the guy's like, well, we'll just all wear number 42. Then they won't know which one Jackie Robinson is. Like, I, I love that joke. I love that, that. In the movie, they made it a little more dramatic. Did they? He put his hand over him. He's like, I'm here with you. You know, like, yeah, just think about it one day. We're all wear 42 or something like that. Like, no, oh, yeah, no, a, he, a little more dramatic. He, he was like, well, let's just all wear the number 42 then they won't know which one Jackie Robinson is. And obviously the joke being that it's the one black man in baseball. I mean, to be fair, there's not really that many black men now in baseball. Yeah. Well, most, most of them are playing football or yeah, that's true. Basketball. I like, there's a, there was a story going around a few years ago that two kindergartners, like one white kid, one black kid, they got the same haircut and they were going to play a joke on their teacher that they try to fool them. Like they were going to sit in each other's seats and, their teacher wouldn't know the difference, like which one was which. And they thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And like it's racism is taught to kids. It's, it's certainly not inherent in who we are as people. It was, I'm sure it was cute. Like on their end, right? Like they loved it. Like these two five-year-olds thought it was the funniest thing. They were going to play a trick on their teacher that their teacher wouldn't know which one was. So did the teacher know which one was which? They didn't go up. Let me put it this way. I fucking hope that teacher played along with that joke. <laughs> like, you have to, right? Assume but, I mean, how do they know, though? Unless they tell them, like, I'm Kevin and you're Richard. Like, how would the teacher know? Like, hey, Kevin, go back to your seat. I think the, the moms of the two kids, because they, they obviously, they had the same haircut. They took a picture together, and it went around on social media. So the story that these two were going to play a joke on their teacher because they had the same haircut, and then she wouldn't be able to tell them apart, made its rounds on social media. So I would hope that they told the teacher, look, you got to play along with this. I don't know. Probably didn't. No, yeah. Probably didn't. That bitch probably ruined the fucking joke. (laughs) Fuck you, lady. Whoever your teacher was. Are they working? I mean, are they still getting paid? You know what? Don't get me started on fucking teachers right now. Well, no, 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 no. Let me back that up. You wish you had a teacher right now. Don't get me started on some teachers. Because my stepmom has really gone out of her way 
she's made videos like on her computer and her stories. My stepmom, yeah, okay. my dad's, my dad's. I, I just want, I wanted to make sure I understood. I thought you meant RJ's stepmom. I no, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, why my, didn't you just call her your my anime? stepmom? She has done a lot for her students. Like she's made so flashcards. She's, she's a teacher. She's made flashcards that have the little microphone symbol with the red line through it, basically showing the kids you need to put your microphones on mute. You need to put your cameras on tile mode. And she's made these like flashcards to hold up so the kids know what to do. She has made videos for their school's uh, learning platform where the kids can go on whenever they want and click on the math lesson for the day. And it's her teaching that what, math what grade, lesson. What grade? She does kindergarten. Okay, sorry. You might have said that. I didn't hear. Sorry. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. But so she's going out of her way. She's taking her time and making these, you know, these, these short clips and putting them up. That way when she goes to teach and she has the kids online, she's there to answer questions. She's there to check, make sure. She's trying to get in and out. And not so much that, but not trying to teach a lesson and lose attention. I don't understand why they don't do like five to ten kids at a time. I don't know either. But she's, she's, I give her credit. She's really gone out of her way. All right. And then she's got all these links up for the kids to go to the Aquarium of the Pacific website. Click here and you can get a, a tour of the sea otters. And then you could go to this here and learn, you know, she's put a shit ton of work into it. And then there's my son's teacher who I've, I, I overhear his lesson because he's doing it in the same room that I'm working. And half the time she's glitching in and out. She's, she drops, her internet sucks. So she drops off. Then the kids are like, where did the teacher go? There's no teacher. Oh, I'm the teacher. And then you, you lost them. Okay? Yeah. These are third graders who are at home. They're goofing off. And now it's going to take 10 minutes to get them reeled back in and focused on the lesson. Some of these kids are like halfway through. Okay, we're going on page 46. And then the kids are like, uh, teacher, when are you going to go over page 41? And I can overhear it. And she's like, we oh, already he, did. He doesn't use headphones? No. I want to hear. Um, sometimes he does. If I have a conference call or if I have to call a, a, a client, he'll put his headphones on. But the rudimentary way in which she's teaching and she's trying to keep these kids involved. One kid was in bed, <laughs> like literally still in bed. <laughs> I feel like that'd be me as a as a student. And I'm and I, you know, I told RJ, I go, RJ, your friends are dumb. Like you have dumb friends. And these kids are just but it, it it's a reflection of how much effort is being put in on the teacher's side. Like that Does he go to private school? He does public? go to private school, yes. Ooh. Which normally you would think they put a lot more effort in. Now, here's what's going on for, for those of you who um care his teacher went on maternity leave before the coronavirus situation so this is a substitute long-term substitute and then the substitute gets thrown into a situation that you have to teach online which is difficult but what i'm watching her do is take the camera and go okay i'm going to write on the board and she tries to adjust the camera and write on the the board while she's trying to teach the kids. You can't keep a third grader's attention in class when you write on the board. How do you think you're gonna do it when they can be distracted by everything? Yeah, someone probably in their playing own Fortnite house. in the background. Oh, I, 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 I'm screwing with RJ. Like I'm messing with him just because I'm dad and I can. So yeah, I listen, I know, uh, and my stepmom and I kind of got into this debate of like, I have a job. I can't be a teacher and have a job. That's the teacher's job, especially at my son's school, because I fucking pay for it. 
Are you still paying for it even though they're closed? So they get they cut the tuition in half, which is it's nice of them. Oh, good for you guys. Like, <laughs> fuck you. But um, but truth be told, what if you like, got like fired or laid off? Like, I don't know. You could probably work something out with them if you had to. Uh, just real quick update: Twinkie looks like he's beating uh, as of right now his match, so he's gonna have a good birthday. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, I. So I don't. Again, I I I love the teacher. I love the effort that they put in. But I have a job, and according to the unemployment rates in the U.S., I'm one of the few people that has a job still. So I need to focus. They say like 22 million people or something like that. Yeah, it's like 18 percent are out of work. Um, so I need to do my job. I fortunately can fit in teaching. Bye, guys. Have a good night. I can fit in teaching with my job, and, and a lot of it is numbers related and things like that. But I, I mean, truth be told, I'm not a fucking teacher, nor should I be. That's a teacher's job. And while I don't expect teachers to be online six hours, at, uh, you know, at a time, this is a great opportunity for kids to get ahead by doing the homeschool stuff. So start my son on fourth grade work. Whatever it might, like start pushing these kids. There's a reason why, well, there's one reason to, why to, a lot to of- To be fair though, they're doing this on the fly. Let's be real. Like, there's a lot of trial and error going going in. Yes, on this. yeah. So I think that like you might be a little. But we're critical. on the second month of this now. Yeah, well, maybe hopefully by month five they'll be. Professional. They're out of school in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's it's mid May. Well, a month. So in about a month, these kids are out of school anyway. I think our school system is really just buying their time to get done with this year. And then they're just going to be like, okay, we'll figure this shit out in the fall. That's what I think. Um, you should start teaching RJA just how to do, uh, how to balance a checkbook. I taught him stocks. Oh, did you? So we were hey, watching. my stocks are back up. I figured they yeah. would be. I mean, I'm still down a little bit, but. I'm, it, I'm still down like I think 6% overall in my total portfolio. But it's not awful given that at one point I was down 18%. Fifty. Yeah, you're right. I'm down 5%. Something around that. Yeah. yeah? Someone's exactly right. But I, you know, I took the opportunity. To, we sat there and we watched the, the ticker go across the bottom. And uh, I started trying to explain to him, like, you're going to see a lot of na- like businesses that you know. I want you to think about why they would be red or why they would be green. So, like, Disney, red, right? Yeah. Son, why Ooh, do you think Disney? Now's, now's probably the time to buy. Oh, fuck. If you've stuff. got money, start investing that bitch now. But I asked him, like, why do you think Disney stock is down? And he goes, well, because people aren't going to the park. I go, exactly. It's obviously a lot more complex than that. But, yeah, people aren't going to the Disneyland, so they're losing money. Well, that's, and that's only a portion of it. it right. There's look, movies. There's, like, um, Black Widow never fucking released. That's, you know, $100 million right there. Like, It's hard to go into the details and the minutiae of why stocks are up and down with, with a nine-year-old. But so we started, <clears throat> excuse me, we started watching in like. Teach them now. All the airlines, right? Delta. Sun, why Oil, are down? Oil's down. No one's flying. No one can go anywhere. No one's flying. So anything where you, you would go, he saw Dave and Busters, right? And he's like, down, Dave and Busters down. And sure enough, it was down. Why? Because you can't go. So that was pretty cool. So I did get to spend some time and kind of explain to him how, you know, investing works and, and all of that though. He kept asking me why NASCAR was down when there's a race that's coming up on Sunday. And I couldn't figure out what he was talking about, but he kept seeing that the NASCAR stock was down. (laughs) I mean the NASDAQ. It took me a second, but yeah, it it was the, he was watching the NASDAQ, but shout out to him. Cause the NFL NASCAR MLB, those aren't publicly traded companies, right? Yeah. Correct. They're not. So you can't. Um, I, I just. It was interesting to see how his brain worked. But 
Probably because I, most kids wouldn't know what the fucking NASCAR is, but of course your son. That's did. true. Yeah, but you know it was interesting to to sit down and actually go through and watch that ticker and see how the stocks were doing, and explain it. And and I think for the most part he kind of understood holistically at least some of the reasoning behind it. Though, does he know what stocks are? In a nutshell, yes. Um, hell, dude. I don't know. Audience, what do you know what stocks are? I don't either. Right. It's, it's I just, just know that I buy them and sell them. Portions of a company that you buy as as a publicly traded company. People can go in and out of ownership of your your company uh, at will. There's also a lot more regulations that go along with it. If you want to become a publicly traded company, um, your books are open to everybody, and you have to provide a lot of stuff. But that's again, we're getting and into the and minutiae. that's the reason why sports teams wouldn't do that or sports. Corporations because they they're a cash business. They're a cash business, yeah, and exactly. they don't want to. Well, like the they the, don't want to unethically do their taxes. Well, and it's interesting the the Packers themselves were a publicly traded company. There, but their stock is basically forever unchanged. Um, nor do you have any voting rights within what happens with the company, which is why the other 31 teams in the NFL really don't like the fact that the Packers did that 80 years ago because being a publicly traded company, they have to disclose their finances, which everybody goes, look, if the Packers can make $2 billion a year, why wouldn't the Dallas Cowboys be able you – can, you can estimate how much the net worth That's the reason why the Cowboys are always the number one fucking yeah. – actually, I think soccer teams are usually – like the number European. one overall European. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as like, it's always like Cowboys. Domestic, yeah. And then it's like Lakers, Celtics, Knicks. Steelers, Yankees. Yeah. Um, the, the cream of the crop franchises uh, are usually the best, but the reason why they're able to make those estimates on NFL teams is because they're able to use the green Bay Packers and their requirement of opening their finances up. As the yeah, measure as a bar, yeah, they're using and going, as a bar, yeah. And and granted, the Packers are a team that travels well. They're a team that fran uh, that that merchandises well. They're a team that's always sold out. So they're obviously going to be more profitable than somebody like the Jaguars. But it's a measuring stick for the rest of the teams in the uh, in the NFL. And it also is a bargaining chip for the players' union because they could look at it and say. Well, if the Packers are making this much, then Cowboys are making this much. Steelers are making about that much. And um, it gives them a, a negotiating chip. So I want to ask a question. Answer on the other side because we're going to take a break right now. If you had $100,000 right now, what would you invest it in? What industry? So okay. hold that, and we'll answer that on this side. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. We took a quick break and found out that... Uh, Twinkie won. Our boy. Twink won. Way to go, ben Twink. Ben Rothwell. Did he win? He, no belt or anything, right? No, 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 no. It was just a fight. I mean, I shouldn't say just. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how many people I'd beat in a fight, so... Well, yeah, but... I know that the guy from Dodger Stadium, if Ryan's listening. <laughs> Truth be told, it's sports. And it's a combat sport, so... Yeah. Shout out. Way to go, Twink. Way to fight a guy. I don't know. It was something. OSP. He's actually a big deal. He he fought for a championship belt at 205. The way you say that is, I, it sounds like he lost. He, well, he, he lost to the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. George St. Pierre? Uh, no, Johnny Bones Jones. I think George GSP is the best. I mean, GSP lost like five times. Yeah. And the one person that John Bones lost to. Addiction. He definitely lost to that. <laughs> but the one person he lost to it was because he albled him in incorrect way or something like that. And so he was actually beating the guy and they just DQ'd him. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that fight. It's old. It's, it's before way, he was way he back was, in the day. He was a fucking cokehead. You had a question for me before the break. So I said because everything that's going on with this pandemic Yep. If, someone, if you had $100,000 what industry or company would you invest in? And I'm not talking about stocks. I'm talking about like like Quit my job and be part of. Yeah. Ah, see, that changes things. Uh, give us both answers, then, I guess. So while I think about the second part of that, what, what would I dive myself into 
can give wholeheartedly. The initial question, what would I invest $100,000 well, into? We could go with you, what you thought. Which well, stocks, and, and I, let, me which think of the, let me think of the, the revised question. But initially, my first thought of what would I invest in, and I don't know that I would do this long term, but for a, a short term, maybe a month or so, maybe, maybe up to 120 days would be uh, any type of medical research. Whatever I mean, if you had to spread a hundred thousand dollars around, I would put it in a whole bunch of medical research lab companies because I think they are going to be so heavily leaned on right now that you could double your money based off of what is going on with our current society. I think it's short lived. Because I think, obviously, once they come with a, a um, vaccine for the coronavirus, all your money, it, sell. Sell the day before that comes out. But I think you could ride a short-term wave of investment heavily on any type of medical uh, research laboratory. Lots of things down in San Diego. Lots of things in um, Illinois. I think there's a lot of medical research in Massachusetts. That's what I would go short term. Yourself? Um, I wasn't really prepared to answer it myself. So you just asked me. I just asked you just because I was interested <laughs> in what you thought. Um, I guess if like, like the money you, they gave that, that I had was I, I couldn't keep it. Uh, it would probably be real estate, honestly. Um, real estate's doing actually okay through all of this. Yeah. Well, we'll see in three months. Yeah. Because at that point, majority of the people will be either out of work or limited work yeah. for the next four months. Things are about to happen. Like yeah, it's it's definitely there's a there's a. So I think that I would I would uh, if if not if 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 it has to be in like this month. Like if I if you were telling me like I need to invest today. I mean anything tech because that's gonna continue to like. That'll last. Because that, yeah. that's not something that needs to be, um, like, what's the word I want to use? Uh, that, it's not going to be shut down, you mean? Because it's going to continue to grow. Um, it's not socially, it's not tied to any social uh, interactions. Yeah. Uh, here's what I would say, though. I would be wary of real estate's uh, investments. For example... Some of the most expensive real estate in the world is in New York City, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're going to be shut down and because a lot of these major investment companies, banks, um, because they're headquartered in New York and they're shut down, they're going to probably start to look to outsource or look for resources outside of the city which would mean that real estate in New York may become a lot cheaper. So the value would go down. That's, that, that's when I would invest. You would buy then. That's what I mean. So like, for instance, that's why I said, like, if I had to buy it today, yeah. then real estate wouldn't be the answer. Mm. But if I had the okay. money and I'm able to invest it, maybe end of this year, early next, I think that's when I personally, and that's essentially what I'm holding on to the money that I have yeah. is waiting for the market to, I think, I think it's, it's going to drop. Good. I think it's going to be great if you want to buy a house in the next six months to a year. Um, but I could be wrong. Don't 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 gamble your life on what we say. But uh, but yeah, certainly. Well, so, I think I think that for anybody. So like I I watch a lot of YouTube videos on people's perspectives on what's going on with the coronavirus and things like that, right? And the same thing that I would tell anybody listening to us: take what we say. And make your own assessment. Like, Use us this, as a tool. This is just my fucking point of view. I don't know if it's yeah. fucking right. I mean, I could be wrong. I've, I've made plenty of wrong decisions in my life, but you just learn to roll with them. Like, It is what it is. Our, our friend Brody and I last year went down to San Diego for a conference, and um, they had some... We were there. I was there the weekend before. Yes. Yeah. During that conference, they had some economic advisors come and speak. And these are, I mean, as they were speaking, I Googled them, I looked them up. And, and these are people who are, have, you know, have been on TV. 
nationwide broadcasts, respected um, advisors in the economy. And they sat up there and debated, and they both had opposite views on what would happen in the next year, like respectfully, and they, they handled it, and they kind of found some common ground and disagreed on a lot of stuff. But it's like two professional advisors on economic uh, environment or economic situations had completely opposite views, and neither one of them expected a virus to shut down our society. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, you never know. So, so certainly I think most people, I don't think everybody has this, but I think most people, if they followed their intuition, would be okay. You asked me what I would invest in if I really had to dive into something and put my heart into it, and... I thought about this the other day and it, and it just came to mind for me. I would invest in a charter plane. You smuggle drugs? That would actually be a really good one. No. Um, so a, a client of mine flew from LA to New York on a commercial airline. I, I'll be honest, I don't know if it was first class or not. $2,800. First class. Okay. Because a flight to New York is like 300 bucks. Even right now? Maybe cheaper. Could be. I believe that your... First off, the airlines are all on the brink of bankruptcy. Last report that I read, they were losing $350 million a day. Fuck. Those are big problems. Those are, Yeah. I believe that you will start to see airlines either adapt to social distance. Which means less people on a plane. Which means far more expensive tickets, right? Or you're going to be packed in with everybody else on a Southwest flight. Spirit. Which is the... Yeah, good <laughs> Frontier. Actually, no, I take that back. Shout out. I've had really good experiences with Frontier which is a sub subsidiary of Alaska Airlines. It's the one time I got on an airplane where the pilot actually got out and turned on the props. Like they had the props on the, yeah, that was, that was rough. You're either going to be packed in where there is no social distance. You're going to be part of a herd of people that's pushed on. And with that, you will get, what you pay for. I kind of feel like that's how it was prior to this, but okay. I believe for the same price that you might be able to buy a first class ticket, a lot of people will look to charter planes. And I think that you can make good money on the smaller planes flying to, you can leave when you want. You may not land in, in like, Dallas Fort Worth but you'll land on a satellite strip that's not too far away I, I just I think that that is going to be a major mode of transportation that a lot of people aren't going to look into but yeah, it's good but, but they're going to have to hire a private pilot correct it's not as hard as you think fuel it's but it's all in the price so if, if you and I were going to fly to, uh, let's just say Miami, we could either pay 300 bucks because understand that even those crowded ass, no social distancing planes, those flights, they're going up. As shitty as they are, the price of them is going up because they have to offset the fact that their other planes that are socially distanced aren't carrying as many people. It's always the lower class that carries the gap for the upper class, right? So those tickets are going to go up. So if you and I were to be able to buy a first class ticket on, let's say, Delta, or we can pool our money and fly to Miami and get a chartered plane, why wouldn't we do that? How much more would it be? I, I mean, I, I'm not in the airline industry. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't think it would be that much more, though. It'd be so, pretty cool to be like, oh, this is our plane. 
for the weekend. For the weekend, yeah. <laughs> for the trip. But but I, I think that that is going to be a realistic mode of transportation that people are going to start to look into. Air cabs, air taxi, kind of, you know, for people who do business, let's say. Like an Uber, like an Uber pool, but like for planes? Yeah. Boom, boom. I mean, I, I, I know it sounds odd, but there's a lot of people who fly every week from here to Chicago. So my old boss at Columbia, um, he had his own plane. It was like a six-seater. Um, and we, ha- we have, or I shouldn't say we, I don't work there anymore. They have branches in San Diego, okay. Long Beach, uh, San Jose, and Sacramento. And uh, obviously he wouldn't fly to San Diego, but yeah, he okay. would fly to San Jose and, mm-hmm. and uh, Sacramento all the time. And because he was tired of driving up there and staying three days, yeah, you I mean he would drive. He would you fly, lose eight hours. He'd fly up there in the morning, get there in forty minutes or whatever it is, yep. and then be there for a, that night, and then fly back later that that next day at like three, home by like five. You know what I mean? Like, and how economical was it for him? Like he actually said, like the gas, it is expensive, but it is. it's. Yep. Uh, but he flew it himself. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, he was he was a pilot. Like he went to school. He he even invested in um in one of those uh generator or not generators, what is it? Like the aviation like simulators. Simulators, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so he was like, That shit's pretty intense. Like if you never flown a plane before and you Yeah, you're in it, like you feel it like it like it lifts you and it turns and twists. If you're like nose diving and shit. So So think about for him. It was a premium, but it was worth it. Plus, I'm sure he bought it through the company. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But if I'm able to say, all right, look, like, I'll fly you. So whatever the cost is of it annually to keep up the plane, insurance, all of that stuff. Well, you don't have to do that. It's going to cost you an extra 100000 a year to be part of the club that flies back the mile high club whatever well okay i'm down call it what you want to call it (laughs) but i think you're going to find a lot of executives who would fly normally every week from here to here here to there whatever denver to chicago here to chicago whatever they're gonna i think they're gonna start to look for that kind of thing because first class is going to be so expensive that it won't be financially worth it then you could hang out with the common folk right but almost that in and of itself for people who fly a lot, I don't think it'll be worth it. I, I just think the idea of smaller commuter air travel is going to be something that I would invest in. Long, like long term, meaning I couldn't pull it out when I saw that there was something going on that would change. Well, obviously everything I say, I mean, you could pull out whenever you like well when we you, try when, when you think when we, you think it's about to when we, we hit the peak when we hit the peak of the investment <laughs> curve we don't always pull out in time well let's pull out of this fucking episode we can uh we'll see you guys next week i don't know it seems like buddy's gonna hit us up um he's been on the episode before so hopefully he uh we have a guest because it's been what a couple weeks now since we've had a guest He's well, going to have to go through quarantine. So right now, buddy, stop licking strangers. I just really want to put a con swab up his ass Ooh. to see if he has a coronavirus. Oh, wait, that's not how they do it? I, I mean, that's how I've been tested three times today. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take Later, care guys. out there. Peace.